Welcome to the Green Feed Podcast. I'm your host, Robert, and we got an awesome show today. Like I said, we have a fun, exciting show. This was the week of the PGA Merchandise Show. If you are a subscriber, which I hope you are, you will have heard my episode after the first day. And then we are going to wrap up the week this week with this episode right here, where we talk about some really cool stuff that kind of came down throughout the week. Before we get too deep into the show, let's talk bourbon of the week. This week, pretty simple Jim Beam White Label. I've actually never had Jim Beam White Label before. I've heard good things about it, never really got around to buying it, always found something else that I liked, but today we are going with Jim Beam Classic, decided to buy the bottle. So uh, we will pour something for yourself, whether that's a beer, whether it's a cocktail, it could be a cup of water, I don't know, but enjoy it. Sit back. Let's talk about the PGA show and all the cool stuff that happened there. So the first thing I want to talk about is the fact um, I mentioned it last week in the show that we got new Titleist golf balls. But what was really cool is they did a tour of their golf ball facility plant in Massachusetts and told us why their golf ball is better and more consistent than everyone else's. And I thought that was a really cool uh, video that they did that they came out with some really cool information in it as well. Um, just some of the cool stuff that they talked about. Um, one, they have over a thousand patents. I didn't know that just golf balls, just a thousand patents in golf balls. So you know that they are constantly developing and, and coming out with new technology. So that's pretty cool. Um, another thing that's really interesting about Titleist, they actually make all of their own tooling, right? So when they change up a golf ball, they are changing up all the tooling. They make it themselves right across the street. They have a factory that does all their molds and everything like that. And uh, what what makes that interesting is when they decide to do a dimple change, like they have in this current this new model of the Pro V1 and Pro V1X, it actually takes them um, a lot of money to do. So um, they they have to make seventy thousand of these cavities, right? These golf ball molds, they have to make seventy thousand of them to do production the way they want to. And the fact that they make all that in house shows their commitment to the technology to what they're doing, and it also shows that they are willing to put the money into it and the time and all the resources that it takes to create tooling to do that, right? It would be much cheaper to just keep the same aerodynamic pattern and, and change up the uh, the core a little bit, but that's not the Titleist way, which is something I can really appreciate. Another cool thing, I talked about that they have over a 1,000 patents just in golf balls. A, a cool little fact that they threw out there is that they have Eight out of the top ten people with golf ball patents in the world work for Titleist. They own the. They have the top six people that have the most patents in golf ball production in the world. They have the top six. Eight out of the top ten fall there. So there are some other companies that have been known to uh, promote their their founders' uh, top notch amount of patents, and that you've seen it around and. That's no shot at them. They make a great golf ball. I actually like that golf ball a lot. But um, this just shows that the knowledge and the and the expertise that goes on in that uh, in that Titleist Mass in that Titleist uh, Massachusetts warehouse factory is off the charts. It's incredible. 
Another cool thing that got released is ShotScope. I've talked about ShotScope before on the blog. They are a GPS and um, GPS and stat monitoring program. Um, they make a watch that does all that along with the tags on your golf club. Kind of like the Arco system I use, but they are incorporating GPS into a watch so you don't have to have your phone with you, um, which is a really cool, neat feature. Um, but what they've decided to do, they actually released it on Wednesday, I want to say. Maybe Tuesday, but I want to say it was Wednesday. Was they created um, the ability to track strokes gained on the um, on their platform. So if you don't know what strokes gained is, you'll see it on the PGA Tour and things like that. Um, it basically is a better way to break down how you're playing compared to other people with the same handicap or a higher handicap, things like that. So it's a fun way to track your stats, and the fact that ShotScope has it now is big. So um, be on the lookout for that. I think it already rolled out. So if you're looking for a, a cool stat tracking uh, system, ShotScope may be the one for you. It's pretty cool. doesn't require a subscription. I'm actually a fan of the product from everything that I've heard. We also got new Mizuno drivers, but I talked about that in the last episode. Um, probably my favorite session that I went to, um, was their R and D session. I thought Chris Voshal, Voshal, um, over at Mizuno did a great job in presenting that. So if, uh, if, if you have any questions about the Mizuno one, I'm sure that, uh, your pro, if they sat in there, learned quite a bit about the Mizuno product. I talked about it in the last episode. Go back, listen to that. Um, I don't want to go over it again. That's kind of redundant, but a great product there. Their new uh, driver lineup, the ST series, is really gonna really gonna su- su- surprise some people this year. Sorry, those their new series is going to surprise some people this this year. So um, be on the lookout for that. Definitely give it a try. I would not just we don't think of Mizuno as a wood company, but I would definitely give it a go. Test it out. And worst case scenario, it doesn't work for you. But you know that you tried tried some of the best. So, um, yeah, Mizuno really brought it this year, and I, I can really appreciate that. Another big release that I sat in on and got to watch the whole press conference about it and the release conference, whatever you want to call it, the session is what they were calling it, was FootJoy. So some cool facts about FootJoy that kind of came out in this session was uh, the fact that 60% of shoes used on tour are actually foot joys. So we see a lot of the Brooks Kepka, We see a lot of those guys use um, Nike shoes or maybe they're in Adidas or um, yeah, something like that. But what you don't see is a lot of those guys are using foot joys, right? Uh, Justin Thomas, big foot joy guy. Um, a lot of the top guys use foot joy and and even if they're not a top guy, you'll you, when you peek down leaderboards and you start seeing that guy who's 70th on the money list, 72nd, 80th, 90th, 60th, right? Those guys a little bit lower on the on the money list, but are still making a pretty good living. Those are the guys that are using FootJoy. They they want every edge that they can get to stay on tour in, and they use they use the shoes um, that give them the best stability for the most part. Um, another fun fact, I didn't know this about FootJoy, but FootJoy was the first shoe worn at the Ryder Cup. So the coach, I think it was, no, it wasn't Bobby Jones. Um, the first Ryder Cup captain, he decided to, uh, put everybody in FootJoy shoes. And from then on, it's pretty much been 
domination for FootJoy on in terms of golf shoes. I know I talked a lot about their release um, on my blog. So if you haven't gone to uh, the blog, check it out there. But um, they did a release of what's called the Premier Series. The Premier Series is actually a very impressive looking shoe. Really classic, classic um, FootJoy, classic shapes, classic saddles on some of them. They have three different lineups. Just overall a great, beautiful shoe. Maximum stability. It's already been used on tour and is one on tour. They worked with all their tour guys to make sure this shoe was good and perfect. Exactly what they needed in terms of uh, stability, things of that nature. And then uh, finally they released the Hyperflex shoe as well. Which actually has a boa closure. Which is that um, the knob that you kind of see on uh, some shoes that help tie it without having to actually use shoestrings. Um what they've done is they moved the knob to the back, which I'm pretty sure they've done for a long time. Their bow has been on the back. Um, but they've actually moved the the part that really tightens down. They've moved it on the Hyperflex to the side of the shoe. And what that does is that eliminates pressure points, right? If we put it on, if they put that on the, on the side of your foot, what that's going to end up doing is not put that pressure on the top of your foot. It's going to be on the side and just make it feel a little bit tighter of a shoe and more secure. So actually, really, really cool stuff there. Uh, definitely check out the Premier Series in that Hyperflex. Another product that I was um, fascinated by was a uh, putting gate called Golf Notch. Okay, Golf Notch looks like a regular um, putting gate that you can get pretty much everywhere, right? I didn't think it was anything special when I first saw it. But then I actually spoke to, with the inventor and the creator of it. And I got to say, um, while, while it may seem like a normal, plain old gate, what he's done is actually kind of some cool stuff here. And what, he's, what I'm talking about is he's carved in, I don't want to say carved, right? Because it's probably 3D printed. But he's carved in these little notches in the, in, in the putting gate. And what that allows you to do is really set your tees at a consistent distance. So if you're doing something like the funnel drill or the gate drill, something like that, you can just put these together and you're going to be able to get a consistent width between the between the, uh, between the tees. And I know that sounds weird, but if you've ever set up a putting practice for yourself with tees, it's hard to get them perfectly straight. It's hard to get them lined up and and consistent distance apart. And if you don't have that consistency, then you start running into errors in is it actually effective, right? If it's wider at one part, it, it could go off a couple of degrees and you could miss that putt. And so the fact that these have these notches in it that help you set up your drills much more consistently, I love that. And then also it works like a plain old putting path gate, right? And, um, you don't have to worry about it flying away. It uses a nice um, polyurethane. It's got a little bit of meat to it, so it's not just going to fly away. Um, and and when you hit it, things like that. But it secures to the to the ground with tees. But it's heavy enough that you can still use it if you're indoors, right? That was one of my biggest concerns when I was talking to the creator about it. Is I have a birdie ball inside, and I hate. Um, setting up things outside on putting greens. I don't like to make extra holes where I don't need to. And uh, 
he was like, yeah, you can definitely use it indoors. It's it's sturdy enough that you're going to be able to uh, keep it on there. If you hit it, it may move a little bit, but you're going to be able to set it right back up. It's not going to break. It's not going to it's not going to fold over. It's not going going to uh, it doesn't have to have the T's in the ground. Like I have another gate drill that I use this cool little thing, but it has to have T's in the ground for it to be effective. And I really don't like that about it. So I have to use it out on a putting green. So I think this is a cool product. Definitely be on the lookout for it. Another thing that I think is really cool about it is the fact that he um, works with the first tee, does a lot with youth and uh, young people on this. So I really I really like that about the, uh, about the product as well. Another thing I'm a big fan of that I saw this week was, uh, and I'm actually going to do a cool little write-up on this because I was that impressed with it, um, was the G-Track. Now, what's the G-Track, you're probably wondering, of course. It is actually a hitting net that goes in your garage, and what's and it hangs from the, from not your ceiling, but it hangs down, and it has the hitting net so you can hit inside your garage. Now, I know you're probably telling yourself, yeah, a lot of hitting nets hang down from your garage. And while that's true, this one is unique in the sense that what it allows you to do is it actually connects via the rails on your garage door open. Like it when you when you open your garage, those rails that your garage door runs on, it hooks into those. So it wraps around the outside of that. And what that does is it allows you to use your garage door while you have this thing installed. Right, most of the nets that you find, you gotta tear down, you gotta move to the side, get out of the way. So when your wife wants to come in and park her car in the garage because it's snowing or it's raining outside, you gotta pack everything away. This you don't. It takes two minutes, you clip it, you clip it, and then you just hit the button. So it's on a motor, you hit a button, it rolls itself up, and then you just pull straight in. And then when you wanna use it again, you just hit the down button, it unfold, you unlatch a couple of Velcro, you un you hit the down button and it unfurls itself. It's awesome. It was it's such a cool product. I'm I'm gonna share a lot of information about it with you guys, but it's it's definitely a solution to a problem that you that you don't necessarily know exist, right? You hear it, it's like creating the better mousetrap that they always say. Um, sometimes you don't realize there is a problem until you use it, or you or until somebody points out that there's a problem and I've made it better. And so I love it when companies do that. And I think this right here is such a great idea. Um, like I said, I'm not going to get too deep into it because I do plan on doing a write-up on it and uh, showing you guys all the cool pictures and things like that about it. But definitely top-notch product there from, uh, from G-Track. On my blog, I also shared about Altaz Golf. It is a... Um, what you see there is a rangefinder that actually, when you open up the, when, when you look through the, okay, I'm going to start over. So we have Altaz Golf, and what Altaz Golf does is they've created a better rangefinder in their mind. Now, what makes theirs better? It doesn't have better zoom. It doesn't do anything like that. But one of the biggest problems we have with rangefinders that a lot of people have is when you when you're wearing glasses, one sunglasses or regular glasses, it's hard to see through that little hole, right? You start to look and it's distorted or your eyes not up there perfectly against it. And it's very hard to use in that sense. 
The other problem you have is it can sometimes be hard to lock onto the flag and you just get a little shaky, right? Your hands, you've been outside, especially down here in Texas, it's 102 degrees out. You, you've been drinking water, but you can only drink so much water, right? And, and, you're, and you're sitting there and your hand's shaking a little bit and you're just not feeling it and you just can't shoot the object you're trying to shoot, that pin, it's just a little too small. Well, what this does is this actually has a screen on it that you can open up and it shows you exactly what's coming through on the uh, on the eye, on the optical side. And so you're able to shoot it a little bit easier. I think this is a great genius idea that um, hopefully comes to market. Um, right now they are prototyping some things, but the prototype he had looked good, maybe a little big, but definitely be, be on the lookout for Altas Golf. Price point he's talking about, things like that, we're, we're looking... Um, something that could really change the market here. So um, definitely interested in that product. Can't wait to see it come out and uh, and yeah, work with work with Altaz and see see what they have. I got a couple of more companies I want to talk about. Uh, the first one is called Rip Speed Ripstick Golf, and what Ripstick Golf does is they have taken overspeed training to the, uh, they've made it better in their mind, right? Um, I hope to have their founder and, and creator on so that he can talk about uh, overspeed training and really the benefits of that. Um, but what they've done is we all know their competitor is a uh, the market leader on that, has three sticks that you can use to help increase your club head speed. And what he's done is he's consolidated it down to one. And then it's got weights that you can move in and out to get the same effect of his competitor, but in one stick so you don't have to carry around three. I think it's a great idea and something that definitely addresses one of the biggest issues with overspeed training, and it was those three sticks. So I think it's great that uh, that Ripstick Golf is coming out with a new way to do that. And like I said, hope to have their, their founder on and talk to you guys about overspeed training and how that can really help your game. Another company to talk about is um, a company you've heard of, Jumbo Max. I'm not going to tell you too much about them. Hopefully another situation where I work with them in the future. But they got some really cool stuff going on with their oversized grips. Um, really pushing Bryson DeChambeau, obviously, because Bryson is a... Uh, U.S. Open winner, great guy to have. He uses their clubs, and uh, yeah, the one of the one of the big products that they were really pushing this year was their ultralight. Right, the ultralight is going to uh, not mess up swing weights as bad as some of their older product did, um, but overall, they're one of the things they really push is a grip fitting, and I'm gonna go through that on the blog. Actually, one one day. We're going to talk about what the different sizes of grips can do. We're going to go through what some of the folks on uh, Jumbo Max have to say and some of the um, some of the other people that are on um, the other side that say maybe you don't necessarily need something that thick. So it's going to be interesting to have that conversation and see see where where it goes from here. And then finally, the last company I kind of want to touch real quick. There's actually two. Uh, the final two are um, health and well wellness products. The first one being Yips CBD. I really enjoyed uh, talking with the guys at Yips. 
his name was JJ. He was a really good dude. I'm really excited about their product. And anytime somebody's excited about their product, I get excited about their product. So I want to see it do well. Um, I know you're probably thinking, Yips, why the hell would I want anything named Yips? The last thing I want is Yips, right? And I get that. But the reason why they named it Yips is actually quite genius. The reason why they named it Yips is because it's not just made for golf, okay? This product is not just made for golf. It's for anybody who gets anxiety. When we kind of think about, when we kind of sit here and we think about, um, anxiety in the yips what that is is what the yips are is you have a little anxiety about something that has happened um, or something that you're anxious about right the example he liked to use with me was you go to visit your your in-laws right maybe you're nervous about that pop a couple of yips you won't get the yips when you're sitting at dinner and and your father-in-law starts asking you some crazy questions that you may not know the answer to right or maybe uh you have a big presentation and you just need to calm down a little bit. Just need to calm down, chill out, don't get stressed out before this big presentation. Yip CBD could be the answer for you. Or maybe you've got a big tournament going on and you want to make sure that you play your best and you're relaxed all the way throughout. Oh, well, gotta say, Yip CBD could be the answer for you. And the the final company kind of goes along the same same lines. It's a company named True Score Golf, and what they what they do is they are an aromatherapy company as well as they do some CBD, some creams, things like that. Um, they actually have a parent company, and that a parent company is um, really into health and wellness, especially down in somewhere like Mexico at resorts, things like that, for maximum relaxation. But they also use their products in a um, for golfers and what they do with their golf line is they have rubs and things like that creams that help help you recover a little bit better so while yip cbd is for re relaxation maybe this uh true score golf company uh what they're going for is not just the relaxation but the recovery aspect that was a big thing they talked about when i when i spoke with them was the recovery of a round of golf and practice sessions and maybe just everyday life right we walk around, we, we sit at our desk, our shoulders get hunched over, and that hurts our golf game. Well, if we can relax and we can we can recover and stretch out a little bit more, or you play 36 holes and you want to play 36 more tomorrow, you're able to do that with this True Score product. So um, hopefully you're able to do that with this True Score product. Definitely going to be having both of these companies companies on in the future as well. Kind of talk to you about their product and why it's why it's great and why. You should, you should be giving it a go. I love the science behind these types of things. And a lot of these companies that I've been talking to have a lot of great science behind their product. They're not just promoting things to promote things. They actually believe in their product and want it to be successful. So um, we are definitely going to be get, getting gear in the blog and podcast up with a lot of guests. We're going to be doing a lot of cool stuff, talking to a lot of cool people. I definitely recommend that you like, subscribe to the podcast. Follow the blog, follow me on social media, and you will have the greatest time, hopefully, of your golfing life. I want to be entertaining. I want you guys to uh, be a little bit more knowledgeable. I want you guys to know what's going on when you walk into a store. Don't be a fool. That's always something I uh, I want for you guys is to, to 
have the confidence and to be excited about the things that are happening in the golf world. Until next week, if you could, during the week, share this podcast. Share it with a friend. Maybe listen to it on your way to play your round of golf this weekend if you're able to. If you live in the South, take a uh, take a listen. Share it with your friends when you get over there. Be like, man, there was some cool stuff at the PGA show. This guy Robert at the Green Fee, he is killing it right now, telling a lot of cool stuff. If you don't want to tell your friends about it and you just want to listen in, and, uh, in secret and not admit that you're a little bit of a golf nerd or that you've really gotten into golf, that's fine. I get it. If you could, though, something I'm going to ask you to do that requires no interaction with another human being if you don't like doing that. I'm going to ask you, it requires about two minutes of your time and requires zero dollars, just as a favor to me. I'm just asking that you give me five stars wherever you're listening to this podcast. And then I ask that you give me a review if you are able to. It takes a couple of minutes. That helps me out in more ways than you can imagine. Again, like me, share me on social media. I'm at the Green Fee everywhere except for Twitter, where I am at the Green Fee one. Hopefully one day I can get my hands on at the Green Fee, but this week was not that week. So again, hit them straight. Have a good week.